Hello there, and welcome to the first episode of Tailgates and Drive Shafts, a new podcast that is designed to help people do their research when it comes to buying their next truck or getting their next mod. This is going to be meant for the average Joe. We're not going to be looking at SEMA builds and those crazy awesome trucks, which are great in their own way, but this is meant to help out the guys who are looking for the next daily driver, or perhaps they're looking for their next work truck. This is for those who perhaps are getting their first truck ever and they're not really sure where to begin because they're bombarded by everyone saying, get my favorite truck. This is going to try and be as objective as possible in trying to represent the strengths and the weaknesses of each truck out there. There will be two rules for this podcast. The first rule is that there is no perfect truck. When it comes to finding the perfect truck, it's basically what is perfect for you. When it comes to trying to say there is a perfect truck, there's no truck out there that has the best reliability and the best selection of options and features and the best towing capabilities and the best of everything all in one vehicle. That does not exist. I guess that's the good thing about competition is that you do have multiple options available and you can go buy what fits your priorities the best. When it comes to reliability, you get a Toyota when you want to have the nicest options and the most features you can get in a vehicle, you go get a Ford. And when you want something that can be a tow monster, you go get a Dodge. This is something that I enjoy doing when it comes to helping people. Oh, and the second rule, to get back to that real quick, is that a truck in this podcast is defined as a body-on-frame vehicle, not a unibody. For those who are new to trucks, here's some vehicle design 101. A body-on-frame vehicle is basically when you have a vehicle that's being built, you have what's called the, you know, the, the underbody, the chassis, which is like two rails with cross beams, and this is the underpinnings of the vehicle. And then you add on the cab and the bed and other body panels to this chassis. When it comes to a unibody, that is like your sedans and crossovers these days, where it's one giant piece of metal that is formed not only to be the undercarriage, but also the body of the vehicle as well. It's all one piece. There's no taking off pieces and, and changing them out. It's just one giant piece. Well, your so-called trucks, like the Honda Ridgeline, the Ford Maverick, and the Honda, I think it's called the Santa Cruz, which, I mean, they have their place in their segments, and they can be decent vehicles, don't get me wrong, but I'm not calling them trucks because they're unibody. Even then, another way I define trucks is that they are at least rear-wheel drive, if not four-wheel drive. These trucks, the Ridgeline, I think, maybe the Maverick, the Santa Cruz, they are front-wheel drive if they're not four-wheel drive. That's just not... A, a truck is not front-wheel drive. That's <laughs> just... It, it, 
I don't know, call me crazy, but that's just the way it works in my opinion. That being said, getting back to what I was saying before, is that I enjoy helping people when it comes to researching their next vehicle, when they're trying to find the next car, the next truck. Case in point, I have a friend of mine who had uh, decided to get a travel trailer, but he needed something to pull it with. Now, at the time, he had an Audi, and he said, all right, man, I want to get a new truck. What should I get? So I asked him, okay, well, what are your priorities? Do you want the most reliable truck out there? Do you want to have all the features? Do you want the nicest ride? And he's like, dude, listen, I drive an Audi. I would like to have that same nice ride. I'd like to have, you know, as many features as, or not as many, but, you know, I like to have some features anyway. I mean, okay. So I went home, and I had an idea in mind of what I think I would recommend to him, but I went ahead and did more research. I especially checked out the camping forums to see what they recommend, and finally came back and said, listen, I think what you should get is the Ford F-150 with the 3.5 EcoBoosts and the Max towing package. So sure enough, about, I don't know, a week or two later, I see him again, and he's got this nice, shiny new F-150 with the 3.5 EcoBoost and the Max towing package. And ever since I've seen him then, he always comes back and he's like, dude, I love that truck. It's been so great. It's perfect. It meets my, my needs exactly. It is so great. It's perfect. Thank you. And I really enjoy that. I, I like the fact that I helped someone get what they needed and what they wanted. And having that recognition is just, it, it makes me feel good, you know? But that's what I like to do. That's what I'm trying to do with this podcast is be able to do that on a bigger basis of when someone is saying, well, should I get a Ford, a Chevy, a Toyota, a Dodge? What should I get? I want to give you the resources and the information to say, here's what I recommend you getting. Even then, I will be adding a Facebook group for this podcast so that listeners can discuss, ask questions, and if you want me to answer that same question of what do I recommend you get, which I'm not expecting you to follow my recommendations, but if you want to have my input, please feel free to ask in that group, what should I get? Tell me what are your priorities, what are you going to use it for, and I will probably try to answer as best as I can here on the show, if not answer you directly. And I will include a link to that Facebook group in the show notes. Now, a little bit of background about me, your host. I should have said my name earlier, but hey, this is my first episode. I'm still figuring all this stuff out. Anyway, my name is Ian Tilly. I am from Texas, and I've been driving a truck for the past about 10 years now. It all started with the fact that I have always been a gearhead. My parents still talk about how when I was like three years old, we could be driving home in the dark, and I could pick out a Chevy Silverado just by the taillights in front of us. And then all through my life, I've been just a huge gearhead. When I got my first car at 15, it was a 1998 Volvo S70. And my dad and I spent that year of 15 and 16 when I got my license of doing maintenance on it and modding it and getting it ready for me to drive when I turned 16. We did oil changes and timing belt, spark plugs, wires, distributor. We also modded uh, or upgraded, so we did the boost control valve for the turbo, ignition coil, 
did all sorts of things to the car. It also broke down plenty of times. Eventually, 2012, it's April. It is the last week of my first year of trade school. So it was finals week. On top of that, I had just had my identity stolen. I had $1,600 stolen from me. So I was also spending that week taking tests and studying, but also running to the bank back and forth to fill out forms, and answer questions, and do this and do that. But as soon as I got there to school that week, so I had a, I, I commuted every week between living at and school and living at home on the weekends. So I got to school that week, and when I got there, I noticed my tip gauge was a little high. Parked in my dorm, checked the coolant, and sure enough, there was a little bit of oil in the coolant, and that's not good. Talked to my dad, sent him a picture, and he's like, yeah, that's not good, and ended up being that we would, or that I would be driving my parents' 2003 Twitter Foreigner, which had the 4.7 liter V8 engine in it, which was so fun to drive. I missed that vehicle. And all that time, after getting everything sorted out between the bank and doing my finals and whatever, came back home, and we decided that I would be getting a new vehicle. I wanted a truck because I just spent a year at trade school where, of course, everyone else drives trucks. And at first, I never really thought myself to be a truck guy, but then, like, man, I kind of like these trucks. And then after, you know, riding in them to go hang out or to go get dinner, go get lunch, whatever, man, I really like, I don't really want to get a truck. So sure enough, got home and did some of my own research, and I first wanted a Toyota Tundra, but too expensive. So I got a 2004 Chevy Silverado. It had the 5.3 liter Vortec V8 engine. It was an LS trim, but it had like all the options you could get for an LS trim. So it had the Bose sound system. It had the trip computer. It had, uh, oh, I forget what else it had, but I mean, it was a nice truck. Oh, dual zone AC. That's big for me, I've realized. Such a great truck. Got it about 100. 13,000 miles, I think. Wrecked it around 170. Had to replace the front clip, and it ran just fine after that. Sold it around 250,000 miles, and all it had really was I needed to do like a brake job on it, replace oil pan gasket, do some like paint work and some interior work, and it, it was a nice truck. But then I sold that and I bought a 2017 Toyota Tundra SR5 trim level with a 4.6 liter V8. And I have loved that thing. I've done so much to it. Of the mods that it has, I haven't really done anything mechanical to the engine yet. But it has uh, the Bilstein 5100 shocks all around on the top setting for the front, so it's got about a two-inch lift, which makes it about level. I've got rock lights installed, and they're tied into the cargo lights. That way, whenever I unlock the truck or open the doors, I basically have, you know, what I forget what they call it, the perimeter... Oh, I just forgot what they call it, but it's a um, lighting that we can kind of see around the truck when you're in the dark. You can make sure there's no puddles right next to the step bars or whatever. 
Courtesy lighting. There we go. Courtesy lighting. Uh, so I've got those rock lights, LEDs. They're so nice to have. And then what else do I have? I added the bed rails so I can have the tie downs a little bit higher. I've got the Tiger Trifold, the soft Trifold tunnel cover, which I barely use anymore, which I will touch on that later whenever I do an episode on tunnel covers. They. What else do I have on there? I replaced the radio or the head unit with a Kenwood unit. That's really, I think it's the. DDS9608, I believe it was what it's called. It is a great unit. So nice to have. And then I've also added two Rough Country LED pods in the back bumper that are tied into my reverse lights. That way I get extra light when I'm backing up. And uh, what else have I done? Oh, yeah, uh, I have a Dirty Deeds Industries exhaust so it's a straight pipe that sounds so good a little bit loud for my taste but sounds so wonderful change out a few things change out my knob change or the shift knob i've changed out the ac control knobs i have uh what's done you know i should have a list by now of everything i've done to the truck the point is i've done a lot to it and it's been great. I, I, I enjoy doing things to make my truck my own. To make sure that whenever someone sees me going down the highway, that they know it's me. That by the, they can tell by the way the truck looks, the way that it sounds, that it's me. That it's not some other guy with a gray Toyota Tundra. Which has actually happened before because <laughs> somehow, some way, we ended up with a pretty close truck to each other. But it is what it is. And like I said before, I do have a background in diesel engines. So when it comes to talking about these mechanical facets to the trucks and the mechanical portions to the mods, I do have some understanding of how these things work and of some design to them just because I come from a mechanical background. I'm not coming from a completely blank, uh, you know, what do these things how does this work? How does this fit to each other? I do know some things about how trucks work, how engines work, etc., etc. And thankfully that has helped me with doing some mods by myself. I know electrical. I know what to expect, how to do some things. And there are some things where I'm like, you know what? Like oil changes. I have done so many oil changes for work that I will happily pay my friend who owns a local shop and let he and his shop do my old changes. You know, support local business, and that's one less time I have to do an old change for the probably like 8 billionth time. And then I'm also going to have another episode later on about supporting local businesses. And let's see, what else should I talk about in this opening episode of Tailgates and Drive Shafts? I've already covered why the show has been started. Who your host is, my two rules of the podcast, which are the whole trucks are going to be body-on-frame design with real rear-wheel drive, and that there's no such thing as a perfect truck. And like I said before, I've added a, or I will be adding links to the show notes that will take you to the Facebook group for the show. That way you can discuss and ask questions, and if you want me to 
offer my recommendation on what truck is best for you, please feel free to ask there as well. And then uh, we'll also be adding a link for an email list if you were to sign up to get emails. That way, whenever a new episode drops or there's any big news and alerts, you'll be able to get that pretty quickly. I think that's going to be all for now in this first episode. Please give a listen on as we get into the rest of the show. Oh, and that's what I was going to talk about. I forgot. Is that when it comes to this show, we're going to have two segments for this show. The first one is going to be called R&D, like research and development, because it's meant to help people with researching their next truck and their next mod. That's what the episodes like the tunnel cover episode is going to be about, is trying to help people have the most information and the most practical advice, the most uh, experienced views and opinions on what is could be best for them. I mean, some people prefer a hard top, some, some prefer soft, some prefer folding, some prefer rolling. You know, there's so many options out there. It's hard to choose which one's right for me in five minutes. So we'll have the R&D series, which would just be all the shows, all the episodes that are meant to help you do the research. And then the second segment will be interviews. I plan on interviewing those who have had trucks, you know, at least for a little bit, to offer their insights on what it's like to have that truck for a while, whether it be, hey, I've had a Toyota Tundra for eight months, and here's what I've gleaned from driving it every day, or I have an F-150, here's what I've gleaned from having it for three years, so on and so forth. I also want to interview those who are business owners, because I know it can be hard if you are like a landscaper, or you do other general contracting type work something that requires you to load all your tools and all your equipment all your materials into your truck it can be a challenge to figure out what's the best way to transport all the stuff to organize the stuff and i'm hoping that by interviewing some of these guys that do those things who use their trucks for work like that that they can offer some insight and some ideas on how best to Get your truck ready for your work. Is it going to be using a headache rack? Is it going to be having a decked system? Is it going to be by just getting a bunch of Milwaukee packouts and tying them down to your bed? So on and so forth. So keep an eye out and I'll be sure to mark which episode is which type. That way, if you do are in a time crunch, you just want to see. I want to know more about the Ford F 150 and what cover to get you can just try and find those straight away versus having to go through each and every single episode and listen to me go on and on and on and on and on and on and on that's it for now have a great day and see you next time